Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's a bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trachtenberg with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Crackhead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? He's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid. It's childish. And I would never do that to you. Hello, East Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hands. I take care of feral cats. There's a meat ball. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you about to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I truly can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? Another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. We are here until 11 a.m. this very morning, at which point we will be followed by Point of Order, the great sports talk show. I'm sure they're just talking all about LeBron, and I bet they're mad about LeBron somehow. (laughs) So tune in to find out uh, about that at 11 o'clock, and then at noon... The Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie, and then at 1 p.m., Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answers to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. We have talk shows pre-recorded and live all day this Sunday until 11 p.m., so do not touch that dial until then. But what are we doing this morning? This is the third installment, and perhaps final, because the show is now closed, of what we're calling the Escape to Margaritaville Trilogy. Here on Young Persons Radio, uh, we talked. We had our recap episode uh, with Tim Keck and and Trevor and Marika and Tom uh, and re- there was too many people to name. Matt Strickland, of course, of course. Man, I'm, not, I'm never going to hear the end of that. I just forgot Matt Strickland was there. <laughs> You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> 
Uh, and then we talked a little bit about it with Lucy Cottrell last week. And now we have uh, uh, the closest, really just someone to talk with any authority about theater <laughs> is here. She is a house performer at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in New York City on the mod team Lake Fire on Monday nights on in Hell's Kitchen. And her short series, 18 Grand, is premiering this summer. So look out for that. She is also one of the first guests of this program. It's Amanda Daly. <laughs> I brought my own air horn, and it's my mouth. Uh, glad to be back. Really glad to be talking, Margaritaville. Yes. Just so everyone knows, I fully reached out to you to oh, talk yeah. about this. I didn't I want to say it. Was like, <laughs> I was like, I need to talk. I need to talk about this with someone. Amanda <laughs> with begged to be back on the show. I mean, I sent one text, and you were like, absolutely. <laughs> so let's not... Let's not make it seem like it's more desperate no. than it already is. <laughs> no. You have a radio show. Look, I asked to be on it. Yes. All right. I think we're even. We are. We are certainly <laughs> even. Uh, uh, and I was very happy you did because I do feel like I could talk about this for days and like, days. That's the thing that people who haven't seen the show don't understand. Mm-hmm. That it is so. It's so insane. Yes. It was tr- like. <laughs> I like I don't know where to begin. We are already at a ten. <laughs> it's ten oh six. Yes. Wake the f up. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to start swearing at people this early. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Usually that starts in like the back fifteen minutes of the show. Hell yeah. That's when, yeah, <laughs> that's when people really cut loose. All right. Look at ten forty five. Yeah. Everyone's like, all right, I'm ready to be out of church. Yeah. 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 This the ten forty five crowd. Yes. So. Uh, I told you that I saw this. I did not spend my own money to see mm-hmm. Escape like to me. Margaritaville. I also kept calling it Escape from Margaritaville, yes. which would be a ve- which is kind of what the second act of the show mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yes. After the volcano's about to blow. Yes, and they don't know where they're going to go when the, when the volcano, volcano blows. blows. Uh, oh gosh. Ooh, what a number. Would you, a were way- you familiar with that song? Uh, yes. Yes. So, yes, I am not uh, I'm not a parrot head. Mm-hmm. No one in my family is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really, the the dealies in Chicago weren't all following Jimmy Buffett around. In, there's in the four summer. of us. It's yeah. just it's just my family in Chicago. <laughs> Literally, the four of us yeah. are the Chicago dealies. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> everyone else is literally everywhere else. Uh, they're everywhere. Um, but no, no one was parrot heads in my family. We didn't grow up listening to Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. Um, so. This felt like a regular Broadway musical to me because I didn't know any of the songs yes. going into it. Uh, but I was also pissed because as someone who was feeling like this was a regular Broadway musical, there was no list of numbers. They were just no. like, here's songs. They're going to be in it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tell You're gonna you You're going to recognize them. Fucking deal with it. All yeah. right. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I did it. It's 1008. Um but yeah, they're just like deal with it. Here's here's songs in no particular order, and mm-hmm. also they don't tell you that they're gonna like chop them up. I guess it was some songs were like a mega mix. Oh yeah, a lot of them I, I thought were very short. In fact, there were like ninety second renditions of it, and sometimes they would just sing like one line from <laughs> from one <laughs> they knew everyone was gonna know, like like uh, oh. the like last mango in Paris, for example. There are all these jokes about yes, yes. yes there are all these jokes about how the guy, the old man character, yes. whose name I think is JP, 
Sure. He looks exactly like Jeff Bridges. Yep. In, eye patch. In like yeah, eye patch. Like long goatee. He looks like it's. It's like they're like okay, so take the dude, but put him on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and then like he lost take the his dude eye. out of L.A. We don't know why. Yeah. We don't know how. It's not explained. It doesn't matter. I think it's it's, it's mentioned that he is like a Vietnam vet. Also, he's a he's a one eyed pilot. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. That's I don't think that's also, allowed. No. <laughs> not allowed. Like. Yes. So we should uh, 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 we should we should recap. We should. We're already too far in the weeds. <laughs> so because there's so like the show is dense. Like when what is what is amazing about the show, mm-hmm. uh, and why like as somebody who's just kind of into what theater like makes you do regardless of whether or not it's good because this like categorically was not good oh no (laughs) but a lot but the thing is like a lot of parts of it were yes like everybody showed up to do their job everybody showed up to do their job and they did it really well there was nobody none of the actors i mean this might seem obvious because they're all like professionals making their living at this but none of the actors are like winking at you like so this is pretty bad right they're all like (laughs) Then well, there are so many opportunities for people yes. to just, like turn out and be like, "Hey, like it's too like the fact that and it it is it's like wow, I really admire you for like mm-hmm. never at one point being like it's my job." Oh, look, I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm so happy you brought up it's my job. Which I, was the worst song for a female? It's like yes. worst song for the heroine to be singing. Yes. Also, she's trying to make a battery out of a potato. Potato power. <laughs> potato power. Amanda. <laughs> It makes her rich by the end of the show. She's a rich, famous scientist. She's like giving TED Talks about potato power. That she discovered on this sexy vacation. Yeah. Seriously. Her friend learned that she should leave, oh my gosh, the greatest villain of all time, the fiance. Oh. Uh, Has there there ever been anyone who you've hated more than the fiance character? Definitely Anyways, okay, not. Okay, so, sorry. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> Nothing compared to this no. Beyonce character. George and Martha, honestly likable. <laughs> Compa- like, likable, relatable. Yeah, yeah. But that Beyonce character is just like, you're fat and I hate you. Yeah. Let's get married. You gotta get on your diet. Like, one second, it's deal. Yeah. Sounds like a real Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to date this episode right now. Aside the fact that like, the closing of Margaritaville didn't hey, do it enough. This is live. We've got we've to address the current moment. Yes. This is of the moment. It's July 8th, 2018. Margaritaville closed one week ago. Oh, my gosh. We are living in a post-Margaritaville America. <laughs> uh, this is a post-Margaritaville Broadway landscape. Yes. So, the like, it's something where it's like, it's... It's a boondoggle, but a, in a way that, like, it it's so hard to explain it without yeah. having seen it because you're like, how does this not work? Yes. Like, how is it not working yes. is the big question. And it's like, oh, is it because they chopped up the songs to be unrecognizable? And mm-hmm. then the people who are like, I love Jimmy Buffett. I yes. can't wait to see this. Well, I think there are a couple things. Mm. There are uh, just, like, core fundamental things that are not working. Number one... <laughs> Number one, the theater's in a hotel. <laughs> yes. I mean, 
geographically speaking, so I, I told this story a couple weeks ago, but uh, uh, Tom's girlfriend Anna, uh, we're walking into the into the theater, and she sees her boss uh, from her job, and her mm-hmm. boss is like, "Oh my god, are you here to see Hamilton too?" And we look down, and of course, the Hamilton Theater is like down the. It's like right next to the Marriott Marquis. <laughs> Which is where the theater, the theater for Escape to Margaritaville so they, is I located. I mean, very rude that they put Escape to Margaritaville across from the Richard Rogers. Like, that's yes. not okay. It's not, it's not great. Uh, not great optics either. <laughs> you yeah. got this musical that's about uh, uh, it's immigrants. We get the job done is like the mantra repeated throughout the thing. And then you've got this musical where it's like hey, a bunch of white people go to this like vacation island. Uh, and the woman who runs the hotel is like a local. But she's doing a, a pretty caricature. not great uh, accent. Uh, and yeah, it's just like I, I mean, I'm not going to do it, but it's like it's really. Yeah. So in your face, the the surprise surprise there are not very many people of color in escape to margaritaville none of the major characters are, none of the major characters are. are and this is something that made me feel really weird in the first act is that all of the none of the or rather whenever the two characters of color would talk to each other they mm-hmm. were talking about the white leads and i was yes. like is there some version is this like a bechdel test of of people of color because it's like wow they don't they aren't characters mm. that they aren't characters like they don't have their own wants hopes no, like none. even though both of those people end up having like an arc in the second act yeah so it, i don't know that that part also is just like mm, you guys should have been aware of this yeah. like you, you like everybody's looking at that stuff now mm. be better yeah um also their accents were um and again, it's 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 the thing where it's like I I truly don't think that any of anybody who was hired to work on this show made choices that were what we saw. I feel like everything that we saw was people being like, "Hey, can we actually adjust it to be this way?" Like, "Hey, so Tully like can't be that emotional." Oh, like, oh, can't. oh! I see. Like that. Um, oh, because two of my friends um, who are like touring musical people. Mm both went and saw it because they could both potentially be in it because oh yeah this is going to tour in the fall it is truly it is well yeah we should also say that the broadway run is merely one stop in the long life that this has already had i think it started in la yeah and then went to chicago possibly after that uh it's been like i think the i think the cast recording album was recorded in chicago i feel like i read that somewhere ah no place more reminiscent of margaritaville <laughs> well that's the thing beautiful like, chicago illinois it's like i i i <laughs> i've been doing a bit about this recently uh where it's like it's like uh like when my parents came to town recently they went to the grateful dead at radio city music hall and it's just like new york city is not a place for the grateful dead to like exist like why are they coming here and playing why was this this uh uh why was Escape from Margaritaville? It's not an urban thing at all. Like, there's uh, it has nothing to do with urban life except for like the people who like have pied um, and like go to the beach for like a month or two out of the year. It does have something to do with urban life if you've ever tried to land a seaplane <laughs> in Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what? I take everything <laughs> back that I said. Yeah, sorry. That's like the big spoiler. 
Yes. Mar- Margaritaville. <laughs> Did they fly from Margaritaville Hotel? Uh, Which is where? No one knows. Vaguely Caribbean, I think. Va- vaguely. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's in, like, the Poconos. It's like an indoor water park in the Poconos. <laughs> yeah, that's why there are so many people walking in with, like, ski equipment. <laughs> Just, like, milling around in the back of the seats. Uh, okay, so, wait. So, my friends... My friends, yes, went, yes. my friends went and saw it, like, mm. like sadly on research because uh-huh. they were like, "Look, we've heard not great things about this, but we both could book, so like, why not?" <laughs> yeah, and like that's a pretty easy show to tour. Yeah, because like the dance numbers aren't. I mean, there is that insane tap number, which I loved. I really liked. I was that. there for the tap number. Yeah, it was completely unnecessary. See, moments like that, I actually really, I genuinely enjoyed because yeah. it was kind of just like, well, we're on Broadway. Yeah. Let's do a Broadway thing. Yeah, you know, let's have. I mean, we'll talk about the tap number in a second. Yes, yes, so good. But um, he was saying he was like, yeah, I went and saw it. He's like, I like it's the script is just, eh. Like, yeah. there's not, there's just not a lot there to work with. And I was like, well, because he, uh, it's my, one of my friends from my, uh, my BFA program. So mm. I know he's a good actor. <laughs> um, and he is, he's excellent. Uh, I was like, do you think you could, do you think you could make it good though? Mm-hmm. Like, if you were given the opportunity, were there things that you would do that you might, he's like, yeah, I think that they held that guy back. I don't think that they let him make honest choices. I don't think they let anybody make honest choices oh, in sure. the parts. I was like, Interesting. Which, uh, which role is he talking Tully. about? Tully. Got yes, yes, the lead. Uh, my the, friend, would, my friend could clearly book as a Tully, <laughs> um, the young Jimmy Buffett character. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, <laughs> also, I was like, wow, if you if you play that part, it would be amazing. Um, but yeah, that like apparently it's people who people who are watching it seriously mm-hmm. are going like, man, they even. They even like pulled punches on that stuff. Yeah. So like yeah. it seems like across the board, uh, the storytelling was held back. Yes. Which is like, but I also wonder like would it have been any better? Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> would I, don't I have think... been like finally the emotional core of Margaritaville? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing is like uh, uh, there. Is, I think there is a way to love the songs <laughs> <laughs> that is like free of like. Uh, because they are not entirely sincere themselves either. No. Uh, I, but I think there's a way to like, there's a way to go and enjoy them as like a theater goer that's like. <laughs> ah, finally, Margaritaville. <laughs> that is like, um, like on its own. Like, I feel like it could have been framed in a way that's just like, this is just a, it's like bubblegum. Like, it's like cotton candy. Yeah. You know. But instead, it's this weird mix of like, it's there's kind of a st- story. It's kind of like trying to say something about like work and play, sort of, but it not was really. Like a banana and, daiquiri. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> which which part of this is the most important? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? Like, ew, who made this? But it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got through the whole thing. <laughs> I will say, I think the second act is a reward for staying. For staying through intermission. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. the second act is Kabakos. Yes. Like, makes it's no sense. Nuts. Yeah. It starts with um, the tap dance, which is a, which includes a callback to a very weird, like dangling, weird dead accountants reference mm-hmm. that they make in the first act that also I was fine if they never resolved that. I was like, that was weird. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Great. <laughs> but no, they brought him back. And then the, the, when those, 
when those costumes changed in a flash, mm-hmm. it's like, this is insane. <laughs> I started clapping for the costumes yeah. and I even said out loud, clap for the costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was also at that point pretty drunk. Yes. <laughs> Which they encourage. Yes. They sell uh, uh, slushies and margaritas like and big gulps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I, I liked that tap number. There were good. moments of it where they were doing, where they were using like the theater medium, like to its, yes. uh, like elements of that, like to their fullest extent yes. that I thought were genuinely good. Once of the tap number, there's the one where they're they're doing his like drug flashbacks when they're like walking in the woods and people like pop out in silly yes. costumes for a second, and yes. there's like a there's like a, a a snare from the orchestra, you know. Um, Not that there's a live orchestra. Let's also talk about the flying effect. Uh huh. And how it was used. Yes. It's used three times in the show. Once to show two people scuba diving. Mm -hmm. They don't talk. They are just referenced that, oh, they're probably scuba diving. We didn't need to see it. Mm -mm. Nothing happened. Literally nothing happened in that. Very expensive thing of being like, oh, look, there they go. Uh, And then she flies not once but twice Mm -hmm. before the chorus. In Cheeseburger in Paradise, mm-hmm. and then never again. Nope. Unnecessary. <laughs> I'm saying it's unnecessary. The last time. one, the song does has not even begun yet. Uh, they she like wheel out over, these just, cheeseburgers. She like flies over to it. Yeah, she flies from <laughs> one from like stage right to stage left. All right. So you know how when when you can't talk you sing, but when you can't walk you fly. <laughs> So she's so excited, right? So she's about to burst out into songs. She can't walk. She must fly to the burgers. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what happened. It's true. <laughs> They're like, and then she lands, and you hear banana, banana. <laughs> oh yeah, that is that is the song. That is one of the songs I knew. Yes, because yes. Uh, I believe, as I've told you before. I have, as I put it, hate fucked a group room of karaoke, the big room of karaoke, by just singing Cheeseburger in Paradise and then leaving. Um, nobody wanted it. But they got and it. And I'm not staying around for the aftermath. Nope. But that's what happens. Uh, so, yes, I know Cheeseburger in Paradise. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was my dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um yeah, they they uh uh well what I want to know for since we're talking about the music itself mm-hmm. is what your overall impression was of his oeuvre uh seeing it through this lens for the first time. Um it seems like when he doesn't sing it that mm-hmm. nobody likes it. Yes. That he is um he is the most important part of his music mm-hmm. or his voice or whatever he represents because like so much it seems like like what felt so weird about having this like like strong female scientist character which like good like nice try good job yeah margaritaville like you tried yes if i could say one quick thing about that it fit it is just kind of like a it's like you're patting a kid on the head for like doing his best but failing it's just like this is what you thought was the right thing yeah you Uh, know in uh, fact it's like double insulting it's like yeah there's there's a lot with that that's just like not trying mm-hmm. it's so like okay uh well 
she can't be just like a floozy, so she yeah. should be a scientist. It's like <laughs> boom, genius. It's like she could have just any job, and you could just make her job more important than having <laughs> sex with this guy, which yes. is like pretty easy for most women. <laughs> Are usually like, yeah, no, I gotta work, <laughs> and it's important to me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm not going to stay in this vacation town. You are a man with curly hair. Like, <laughs> no. Um, sorry, men with curly hair, but like. No, no, we don't want you. Okay. If you're a man with curly hair and you're listening, you turn your radio off right now. <laughs> okay. Colby double down on it. Just for the record. This is me saying this. This isn't Amanda. No, this, this isn't is... me. This is not, this is not me. Um, well, but like hearing, so hearing like her sing Jimmy Buffett songs, like she is the opposite of whatever this Jimmy Buffett persona is yes. that like makes this music and what everybody is excited about. So it didn't, for me, it just, I was like, mm-hmm. this doesn't work. And I don't think the audience liked it either because they were like, but this isn't what this is supposed yeah. to be about. Yeah. Like that taking it out of the context almost makes it like trying to make it serious. I think this is going to sound very obvious. Makes it not fun. Yeah. I don't think, uh, related to that point, I don't think it's um, just laziness that so many of the songs, uh, like so many of the big songs are framed as performances in the show. Mm -hmm. Like so many of the big songs that they know that uh, the audience is like there to hear are like the Tully character is singing them for the patrons of the Margaritaville mm-hmm. Hotel. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's just like, eh, it's an easy way to get them out there. I think they know yeah. a little bit of what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think they really, I think, you know, there is some, there's some draft out there. Well, gosh, there's some draft out there where they find out that the one-eyed pilot is Tully's dad in the trunk. Yes. Yes. Like. Absolutely. You know, there's some, there's some version of that where that happens. But even that's like, too interesting yeah. for Margaritaville. That's like too many characters. Like each character, there were like there were three couples. There's mm. an A story, a B story, a C story. This was clearly written by people who wrote television, mm-hmm. and well, it, yes. was. it was. Well, yeah. Greg Garcia is the, the the mastermind behind the book, uh, who is also the mastermind behind My Name Is Earl. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a graduate of Frostburg State University uh, in Maryland, right near where I grew up. <laughs> Congrats, Frostburg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so but it it had a very TV feel to it, mm-hmm. which kind of doesn't work for Broadway. Um because like, yeah, we you only had like you had like your main romantic leads, then you had like the best friend, mm-hmm. like comedic, like musical theater leads, your like character actor leads, and then you had like your the couple that had a baby at the end. Yeah. Seventy nine year old man has a Baby? Mm-hmm. He just gets a baby. <laughs> Gross. So bad. Oh, man. Also, what's... It's a shame that you can't, like... I guess... Did you talk about the, the vertical beds? Yes. <laughs> the, like... The, the, yeah. The pockets that they yeah. just, like, dropped actors into, like, what looks like a big pocket. And right. they're like, now you're in a bed. Yeah. We're going to wheel <laughs> you on stage. Like, I'm pretty sure she's smoking during... <laughs> just, I don't know if the audience is going to get that they just uh, that, like they just had a love scene. <laughs> like, they're hearing this. They're naked give her a in cigarette. a standing yeah. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well. Oh. Yeah. So. Well, another thing I wanted to ask you was uh, uh, jukebox musicals in general. Mm. Uh, I feel like present a because uh, another thing I was going to say, like a fundamental thing that's not working is just like 
Um, as as cohesive as a lot of Jimmy Buffett's catalog is in terms of like what the same, about? yeah, the same stuff being brought up over and over again, it doesn't like it doesn't lend itself to like a narrative in the same way that like uh, uh, Mamma Mia does because there's less of like those ABBA songs are so like moving and like yes. big and emotional and there's like major chords and like it's like going for like there is something kind of operatic about them already yeah uh, because they're in this like very like major uh you know emotive style yes uh, but and the same Jim- thing with like jersey boys right yes yeah. um but the jimmy buffett ones are like it's it's they're not like up on a stage with their hands out he's like leaning back in the chair with like like yeah, finger picking like barely yeah barely even move it like moving his hands as mm. little as possible to play yeah. the guitar yeah it's like how still can i be while still making this music right. it's an experiment again right. is that art <clears throat> perhaps but um are is is mama mia the best jukebox musical uh, and if it is, uh, what works about that that doesn't work about uh, um, Escape to Margaritaville other than what we've already talked about? Well, um, I, you know, I have not seen the stage adaptation of Mamma Mia. I have only seen the film featuring uh, well, the dulcet tones of Pierce Brosnan. That's different. <laughs> yes, very different. Um, but it seems like, I mean, yeah, I think as as far as like if we're looking at just like what that show at least lends itself to is that like they turned like even just looking at the title the titular song the titular song Um, but like mama mia is the is the premise uh Mm -hmm. and they make a mama mia a thing like yes yes it's oh my god we don't know so right like yeah so they've taken the song and they've made it into like like mama mia is like a phrase to describe this conundrum that they're in Real conundrum. This paternity <laughs> conundrum that we're in. Um, Real pickle. How are we going to figure it out? <laughs> I wish there was a way. I was, was going to say, if only there was some way was to know for way, sure. I could go to a Walgreens, <laughs> buy something off the shelf. You can. You can. Mm-hmm. You can. Oh, cool. It's right there next to pregnancy tests. It's a paternity test. Wild. uh, Surely this has only happened in recent years. There's no way this was available during the run of the original Mamma Mia. No. um, No. Yeah. Paternity tests are a recent thing. My God. Before then, we just had to guess who your dad was. (laughs) You just had to take that guy at his word. Yeah. Amanda. Most of us look like our dads. We have a caller on the line. Oh, no. Caller, welcome to the program. Hey, Colby. Hello, Tim. Hi, Tim. How's it going? It's... I just feel like I had to call in and defend my man Jimmy Buffett for a no, second. No, no, no. We're There's not nothing. attacking Listen, Jimmy Buffett. There's you nothing guys to defend. There... him for half an hour. <laughs> oh, stop it. You know I had a great time oh, at this thing. Oh, what an atrocity. One of the greatest musicals our generation has ever been gifted with. I mean, my it, God. it is. Look, Tim, I'm not going to say that this musical is not an incredible achievement that everybody should see. A nonstop thrill ride. It a is. A musical blast from the past. It is. It's truly insane. Is it a good musical? Hmm. But is it an excellent experience? Absolutely. Yes. Wait, this because is just... it's a great musical. <laughs> Fantastic. You're right, Tim. It's not a good musical. It's a great all, musical. All these, all these so-called nits you were picking with this thing, those were all active choices by Jimmy Buffett to immerse you in the island experience. <laughs> get away from big city living for a while so, and get on island oh, time. So, Tim, it sounds like you've had experience um, in like a Margaritaville-like setting. So can you tell us that the 
the like upright pocket beds, is that a real feature of a Margaritaville type place? <laughs> oh, if yes, this isn't a it is. Experience. I went to a Margaritaville once in Key West. It's all like that. Time stands still. You're just you all enjoying stand up. <laughs> being out, eating a burger with your family. You're all uptight, naked, in some in some bed pockets, hanging on the wall while people come around with burgers and marg. Oh it's God. the life. It's a life for sure. <laughs> Tim? <laughs> oh you sound God. like someone on City Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. That's we true. are. Right, we are you're just time. like Alice and Luff at the beginning of the show right now. <laughs> you have to see, you have to see the beauty of... Uh, of uh, I got to get my soil samples for my potato. <laughs> yeah, the story wouldn't work if you liked curly-haired boys at the beginning. <laughs> but eventually you're going to get the right one. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> eventually so you're great. like... I've had enough with straight hair boys. I need a curly hair boy. I'm tired of these straight haired boys and their briefcases <laughs> oh, and their business suits and their big meetings. Although Tim, you do bring up a good point. Boy that can sing songs to me. The awful fiance. What did he have? Mm. Long straight hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're uncovering something. Yes, he did. He was the villain. I think Jimmy Buffett's saying a lot. I think he's also talking about you know you know the evil ex the evil boyfriend was like obsessed with sports. I think it's a commentary oh. on sports culture in America. Oh wow! Not on men trying I think to control it's just women's people up. <laughs> people are getting overly invested in in this stuff. They're starting to make them angry, and they're not focusing on the issues like relaxing, chilling, having a margarita, <laughs> the back issues, the issues in your naked bed pouch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so important to spend time in your naked bed pouch. <laughs> Tim. Tim. Anyway, it's Tim. a great film. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great film. film. It's a great film. Tim, I just want to say. It's a great musical, a film. I, I can't even remember. I mean, it was really an immersive experience, honestly. I was taken well, away. The, uh, I felt like Jimmy Buffett was there with each and every one of us in the audience that night. Well, that's the thing is apparently he does come and do. Uh, he wasn't, didn't do this whenever we were there, of course. Uh, but apparently he'll like hop on stage anytime he's in town, which is it's happened repeatedly. Uh, of course, we missed the one he did with Pitbull. Can oh, you believe right. it? That's right. On the roof off That's that right. They added Pitbull to the cast uh, uh, at one point. That half-empty theater would have felt full that night, I can tell you that. I'm going to make sure that's true. <laughs> yeah, I truly can't tell if that's a bit or not. And that's how amazing Escape to Margaritaville is, where oh. it's like, could be a bit. Uh, it, he, he just joined them on stage for one of the last ones. Pitbull surprises. For, oh, this is from a website called pitbullupdates.com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's probably the most accurate source. Pitbull surprises fans at Jimmy Buffett's Escape from Margaritaville. Oh, so Jimmy Buffett's here for this one, too. I wonder if we can... Can we hear this? I will be honest, though. If we went to go see... And at the very end, Jimmy Buffett and Pitbull came out, I'd be like, why the fuck haven't we been watching Jimmy Buffett and Pitbull this whole time? This whole time! It's true. Oh, man. Why did we sit through... Why did we sit through this? Yeah. Which was an incredibly beautiful movie experience when we could have had the man himself. I don't understand why they would do that. What a tease. What an F you to everybody in the audience. Be very funny what if they like, give it a two come out at the end with his middle fingers up, like, sit down, suck it, and listen to me sing Margaritaville <laughs> my way. <laughs> but I think, what do you, I really think that this point that you made about uh, people only liking it when he sings it is, is pretty right on. Because there's something about him that people believe. Yes. 
Well, he's he is like he's represents this like fantasy of being able to go away, forget everything and like truly not have a care yeah. in the world. Yeah. Which is also, I think, a reason why the show doesn't work on Broadway, because I don't think the Broadway audience wants to see a musical about people being like, I just want to forget what's happening and run away. Yeah. And it's all, I mean, that was a big part of the marketing of it, too, was like, forget your troubles. Like, uh, we can't. Uh, the world is on fire. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's a luxury. And, the vol- and there's a volcano that's going to blow up on Margaritaville, too. No place is safe. That's right. Except maybe that sea That's plane. why the world needs island town more than it. <laughs> The world needs island time more than ever now. <laughs> Let me just see if I can play this. Pitbull, by the way, is wearing white khakis, Natural. a black button-down, and a black jacket, but like very open at the collar. So it's like unbuttoned to so like the navel. <laughs> Let me see. That's just a 305 in the Oh, they're singing Margaritaville. Everybody's, everybody. This is like the encore, I think. Pitbull, Pitbull is not even singing. He's just dancing around. Everybody should look this up. Bum, 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 bum. All right, they just said something. What a I feel like Twitter video. I feel like it'd be impossible for somebody to sing a Jimmy Buffett song. Like Pitbull, like how does he sing a Jimmy Buffett song? Would love well, to hear go. it. Doesn't feel like it's in his range. No. I would love to hear a Pitbull version of a Jimmy Buffett song, though. Oh yeah, because it would be like it'd be really positive, but get real hype. And then we're just gonna like dance the night away. <laughs> Which one would would he do? One of the like uh, one of the like more ballady numbers. Like uh, uh, what's one they did in that one? Come Monday. Again, <laughs> this was Monday. like a regular Broadway musical for me <laughs> yes. in that I didn't know any of the songs going right, in I'm gonna except queue up for the, a few. I'm gonna queue up the original cast recording. Oh yeah, we must. There we go. Oh, it's my job. That's the best one. Oh, Amanda. Didn't you love... Uh, hold on, there's an ad. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's an ad for Skyscraper. We should do an episode about Skyscraper. Oh, gosh. A movie which, as far as I can tell, is about someone taking the rock's daughter and then he has to blow up a building? Yeah. Cool. He's, did you love this one? This one feels so up your alley. Standing here. Bring a picture. Another round of brew. A honey wife. Don't oh, yeah. he get drunk. Everybody knows it's coming. Don't we get drunk? Another Buffett classic. <laughs> Guys, I'm loving the show. I really gotta go. Someone's here with my pancakes. I gotta go. Oh, oh you had them delivered? Uh, All right. Can you? Can, you can. You can get them. Enjoy the talk. Uh, yeah, that's the kind of life I live. I have my pancakes delivered. Do you want to get them? Uh, I don't know if I have time to get them, but yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, I can get them. Okay. Okay. Hang on, real quick. Just be, make sure you be nice to the to the guy. You know, it's hey. important to have things delivered. Where the fuck mm-hmm. were you? Where the fuck you been? I got I placed this order twenty minutes ago. You kidding me? How long does it take to make pancakes? And then you what? What? Okay. Oh my god. Okay, let me. No, I'm gonna open it here. I'm gonna open it here. I'm gonna open it here. What's the butter situation like? What's the butter? God damn it! You melted the butter again. What the fuck? What the fuck? No tip. No, of course I'm not going to tip. I'm not even going to pay this time. Listen, you you go back, you get real butter, you come back, you come back, and then I'll think about giving you a tip. All right? Here's a tip. Don't fuck up my butter, all right? Peace. Okay. Hey, uh, Tim. Bad news. Uh, yeah? Uh, 
yeah. So, um, yeah, this guy just messed up the butter on the order. I was pretty cool with it, but, um, you know, he volunteered to go back and get some more. So Jesus, okay. So that's cool, but, well, look. you know, I'm going to have to stick these in the oven for a minute and kind of hope they retain their heat. Okay, well, to get some good butter well on. yeah, you, you, you go deal with that, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, okay, guys. Um, yeah, sorry, I just... Uh, no, I understand. Like, he's such a nice guy. Anyway, later, guys. Bye. Enjoy bye. 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 God, I'm a monster. Wow. Really seeing Tim Keck's true colors these days. This is like the third or fourth time that's happened. <laughs> he's yelled at a delivery person on the phone? On the phone, yeah. I mean... Wow. Yeah, Tense. wow is right. You know what? Tim maybe needs to get back on island time. I just bought a water bed. It's filled up for me and you. That's so gross. No. <laughs> so- also, this is the song that's sung by the one-eyed pilot. Yeah. The, who's the, seven, the, like, no offense, 76 years man. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, walking around in shorts, being like, let's have sex. It's... Mm-hmm. I'm not being ageist here. It just is not what you want. <laughs> it's not the fantasy. No. <laughs> it's not it's the fantasy. It's someone's fantasy. It's like when they It's, it's like the when they fantasy. made that Indiana Jones movie uh that like like 20 years later. Yes, Crystal yeah. Skull. Yes, yes, Crystal Skull. It's just like, "Oh boy." Like, <laughs> why? Yeah. I and then he's like romancing uh uh Marion Ravenwood from the first movie. Like she's back and it's just like, "Wow, this is an interesting take on, on this. Yeah. yeah. I like Indiana Jones when he's young and hot, is what I'm trying to say. And he should have died. That's and right. And never brought him back. That's right. They're we making to kill anyway. off characters when they're young and hot. Yes. So that we can't bring them back when yeah. they're old. <laughs> yes. It's a, a real monkey's paw situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. So, yes. Uh, that may be, that may be all I have to say about Margaritaville. Oh, possibly, wow. but I don't know. Wow. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: What was your favorite song? Oh gosh, how do you pick? <laughs> um, I think my favorite, my favorite number mm-hmm. um, was the beginning of the second act, the volcano, volcano, yeah, the volcano song. Yeah. I thought that. I thought that was the one that worked the best, like, yes. as a musical number. Um, and then, because I, I like Cheeseburger in Paradise. And I, mean, I was, yeah. and I, like, I saw the setup for it. I mean, you see the setup for it. Yes. A mile away. Yeah. Like, the second that character comes out and they're like, you're on a diet. Yeah. You it's have like, to drink oh carrot juice. And I was like, <laughs> yep. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah. Is coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's blood in the water. And is it now? Is it now? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was another one I thought was fun was Finn's at the beginning of the show. The uh, uh, where they're like talking about how they're gonna go to oh, this this yeah. island, uh, and there's gonna be all these single men around. <laughs> Stupid. It's just like an age. The thing is, is like all of these moments. If they had just taken a couple steps to the left, could have been fine and fun. If if there had been a way again, so it's like what we were saying with uh, Mamma Mia. If there was a way, yeah, that you just like, yeah. Go like one more step yeah. past like, okay, it's a resort. It's called Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, all that's all we got. What's what's the next like what 
what's one more thing removed from it being that? Like, yeah. Because yeah. they almost got, like, they kind of got somewhere where it's like, and then he becomes the singer. Then he, like, becomes well, Jimmy yes. Buffett. Yes, he has the hit. That that's that was another like great cosmic joke of it for me. It was like uh, uh, he has a hit with a Jimmy Buffett song that has already been released and was not a hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. in the world of the musical. Yeah, they're like, they liked it in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you all liked it in my version. When I'm God in my musical, you all like this yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, but the, I we we were talking about this a little bit uh, in the recap episode. But I feel like there is there is a tragedy version of this story that's about Jimmy Buffett himself, where he's just like this like earnest guy who's like kind of like a country like folky singer, like making these like early albums that are just about like that there there are kind of like sad and melancholy, and they're not really like the business of Jimmy Buffett yet. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like a little taste of money and like has all these ideas for he like gets a little taste of salt yeah yes. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing is like uh i I've been so fascinated with him after seeing this uh uh mm. musical, and that that song Margaritaville that was on like his fifth album or something. He made like three or four albums before that that were like. These very like sweet, like earnest, like just like simple guitar songs about like poor like life on the beach, like in like on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. And there's like they're not bad. I mean, they're like goofy. Yeah. Some of them, but they're not like bad, like like <laughs> they're not the business yet. He's not like yeah, selling not <laughs> corporate <laughs> right. relaxation. But kind of yeah. though. I mean yeah. uh I mean I think this like it's definitely not the like <laughs> this is not the issue that needs explored in this current day, but I do think there's an interesting element to that story of this looks like guy he's at the end of his life now and he's just like um there was this New York Times profile that that uh, that Marika talked about on the episode, where it's just like, yeah, he's like he's got like six houses, and most of his days spent like in the office, like managing the empire, but he's still like wearing like sandals and stuff like that. That's and just I, for comfort. I mean, sure, <laughs> but I think there is like I think that's a pretty interesting tale. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, it's all like here, like the idea of maybe exploring. Of using the music to explore what it's like for somebody to, uh, like if if we are going with like oh gosh here I'm gonna try and make the Jimmy Buffett musical work okay all right all right yeah so like changes in latitude right that's this changes in latitude changes in attitude yeah. that was a big that was a big one big theme right um popular Jimmy Buffettism yeah that and they kind of tried to do this with the female scientist character but they did it in a way that is sexist and shitty um. <laughs> But it's like if we could tell the story of people like realizing like in in some sort of wave of some catastrophic event, which we have this volcano blowing or whatever, that like maybe in everything being destroyed, that there is something of like not missing that and actually Mm -hmm. feeling like this freedom of things that it could be more about. I mean, that this is not really what happened with his music, but like being like well it started being corporate and then it stops Mm -hmm. where it's like i am consumed with these things and now i will people are focusing more on like what actually makes them happy where it's like it's like you're an idiot for staying here and like being a guitar player here but it's like but this is all i want to do this is all that matters to me Mm -hmm. uh we don't need that story being told right now we've had that story enough but uh but that at least like gives a little heart to it Sure. Or maybe makes it about the person who's singing the songs right. and the person who made the music rather than trying to like 
lay it over something. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. It gives it a little more of a that's thesis my, statement. That's my off-the-cuff way of how I might make yeah. Margaritaville work. Yeah. I think, I honestly, I think it could be done. Well, if you have, if you're listening and you have a lot of money, or any money, you could pay me to write a treatment about yeah. how I might fix Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah. You know, our version of the... Uh, uh, the campaign to remake The Last Jedi will be the campaign to remake uh, Margarita Escape to Margaritaville. We're going to make it the way it should have been made. <laughs> Finally, we'll give a, it like a an, Margaritaville for the fans. We'll give it like an artier title, you know. <laughs> Shaker of Salt. <laughs> the Jimmy Buffett musical. Yeah, yeah. Pillar of Salt. Make it like a biblical uh, Oh my God, don't look yeah. back. Don't look back. There it is. That's the, that's the step. Mm-hmm. We did it. We yep. did it. It's this is the horror wi- movie It's a lost wife thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. See? Look how easy we did that. It only took us talking for 45 minutes. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look, it doesn't take long to fix a problem. You just have to dedicate time to it. That's right. Dedicate, th- throw all your resources at it, kind of like they did for the first version of mm-hmm. Margaritaville. Yeah. Now, I will say this. I had a great time. I Great had time. it was an unforgettable experience. Loved it. In how just bonkers it was. I mean, we haven't even mentioned the dropping of the beach balls from the ceiling at the very end, which was genuinely thrilling and yes. made me very happy. Yes. Everyone was like, <laughs> I want to touch one of the balls. I hope yes. it comes my way. <laughs> it was like it was like when when they dropped the balloons during the, the DNC. Yeah. And they're <laughs> and all like, oh, like Yes! Finally. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to scream into the mic. Uh yeah, that was that felt very much like the end of like Blue Man Group mm-hmm. too, where like toilet paper comes out of the bag yeah, and like everybody yeah. has to like run the paper down the front of the audience. Yeah, you know, for everyone who's seen Blue Man Group, <laughs> a lot of crossover. Last, in the, yeah, I think so I many think parrot is. heads. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm. Truly, yeah. Uh, loved Margaritaville. Saw it on a free ticket. Um, so I think that changes my perspective a little bit. Also was kind of drunk. Yeah. I think that was the idea. I will also say this too, is that like, just to clear up Tim's, uh, uh, misconception is like picking apart, picking it apart like this is part of enjoying it yes. as well. We I'm were, not going we like paid... with my arms crossed thinking like, well, this better be something I've never seen before. No, <laughs> like, I, w- I look, I walked into Escape from Margaritaville knowing what it was going to be. Oh, or yeah. Or Escape to Margaritaville. Oh, yeah. Me. Like, I was like, this is the Jimmy Buffett musical. Yes. <laughs> I know. I have end, a, I have of a certain level yeah. of expectation for yes. this. Like, and I and like they want you to be drunk for it. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Like, there's again, like. The way that they wanted you to have this experience, like, I get it. Yeah. And I'm here. And I think it's great. Like, I think you should be able to tell your audience, like, hey, get drunk. Like, live things need to kind of tell their audience a little bit more how to behave now because we're all so used to being able to just sit back and watch. It's true. Things in the dark and not make noise. Like, yeah. not laugh out loud. Not, like, um, really not actively participate in mm-hmm. the things that we see totally. live. And it's like. I got, I got to hand it to to Margaritaville for trying to mm-hmm. be like we want you to get drunk for this. We're gonna ask you to sing along at some points. Like, like be into this. It's yeah. silly. Uh, and yeah, it's like get behind that. I mean, yeah, I agree. It can't all be indecent. No, which was beautiful, by the way. Which one? Indecent. Oh, I didn't see it. It, it was it was a play on Broadway last year. It was beautiful. Oh, amazing. Anyways, um. 
Great. <laughs> any uh, any parting words? We're just about. Oh my gosh! Out of time. We did it. We talked the whole time about it. I, I mean, still, I feel like I've got so much more in me about this. I know. There's it's so much so more about Mark Greenville. He, I mean, I also, I was saying it earlier. He is just such a fascinating figure to me. Yeah, like uh, all of it. It's all. Look, if you have the chance to see Escape to Margaritaville when it's when on it tour, tours, yeah, because it, it is, is going to closed. tour and it's probably going to tour forever. And really, if they were smart, they would just build a theater in like Orlando and have it yeah. just live there. Mm-hmm. Like have it have a sit down in Florida somewhere. You can pay actors a regional rate. Yeah. There are plenty of musical theater actors in Florida. Oh, wait, can we talk about the wigs? Oh, yes, really yes, quick? yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God, the wigs. I'm so the, glad we didn't forget this. The wigs that the dancers wear in the opening number. Um, I, I, I lost my mind. Yeah. They're like these flat ironed, like flat ironed shoulder length wigs that have like streaky, shitty blonde highlights in them. <laughs> and they all have like a chunky front braid across uh-huh. where the bangs would be. You know, exactly like that gross, like, like basic white girl beach hairstyle not cornrows not not trying to do Bo Derek, not trying to do like i went on a cruise but like i just need to get my bangs out of my face i'm gonna braid them into the front of my face and then i'm gonna flat iron the rest of my hair it you know the look i'm talking about it's very florida all of the dancers are wearing those wigs it's amazing it's really really good and it sets the tone perfectly for what so you're good. about to see uh it's perfect uh, so you know, final grades. I I, I gave it an A plus plus. Yeah. The whole thing. I look. I gave it. I give it A plus plus for experience. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have paid more than thirty five dollars to see it, and uh, if I did, I would have been pissed. Well, I I did and was not pissed. Well, good. Hey. <laughs> All right. Then maybe I would have paid forty five dollars. Yeah. There you okay go. That's yeah. That's uh, let's let's settle on that. <laughs> let's settle on forty five. Amanda. Thank you so much for, you, uh, for you want to get a last minute plug in for uh, for Lake Fire? Uh, Lake Fire has a show coming up on July 23rd at oh, Hell's Kitchen at 9.30 p.m. Oh, my God, it's Colby's birthday. It's my birthday so show. None of you will be at the Lake Fire <laughs> show because you will all be wherever Colby decides to celebrate his birthday. It'll be a tasteful gathering among close friends. Thank uh, you. Excellent. <laughs> well, I imagine that all of your close friends listen to your radio show. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they're not close friends. They are not. I'm calling out your close friends right oh, yeah. now on Look, this radio show. Look, you can do show. it. I, they, they need a kick in the pants. I'm coming for all <laughs> of Colby's close friends. Amanda <laughs> uh, has made so many enemies in this hour. Guys with curly hair. Uh, all of my friends. So what, like six people? Tim. Oh, boom. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Savage. You know, drag think, him. <laughs> you know, I think you're one of the most popular people. You are. You should be a living landmark. I mean, don't tell me. Tell the Landmarks Conservancy. They've stopped returning my calls. What? Can I? Can I call them? Oh yeah. I mean, yes. Hello, well, t- Landmarks Conservancy. Yes, I have someone I'd like to nominate. A Colby Smith. <laughs> You don't know? I haven't heard? I was a living landmark. He's an institution. I demand. I'll hold. <laughs> I'll hold. Uh, yes, I'll The hold. thing is, is they do know me because I emailed them trying to get someone from it on the show to talk about their work. And they were like, no. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, they were. Just, the guy was very no. nice, though. He was like, I mean, it's not, not the right time, but, you know, check in in a couple months and see if we can do it then. And that was, you know, that was so, there, over a year ago. Is there like a busy season for landmarking? I imagine, yeah. They're too busy uh, honoring Billy Joel or somebody. 
We need to put seriously. Who has brought more to New York than than uh, me or Billy Joel? Recently, <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Billy Joel flies in on his helicopter every month to 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 play uh, one one lazy show like at the, Madison Square Garden. I have the, an image of Billy Joel like like riding like. Like a soldier, like off the bottom of a <laughs> helicopter, like gets like choppered in, and he's like, "Put me down, put me down," and then like, and then he like jumps, and he's like, "All right, here's piano man." <laughs> yeah, and then it cracks and his knuckles. A bottle of red, a bottle of white. <laughs> man, would have loved to have the seen the chopper just circles. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jumps back on at the end. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs> this is my play. It's like the end of Miss Saigon every time. <laughs> that's why it has With to be Billy Joel. That's why it has I'm to, just imagining squat little Billy Joel, like like trying to like <laughs> jump, jump up to catch the railing it's of the helicopter. Tilt. It's like a little lower. It's got a bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Banking a little bit. Oh, that's what why a, it has to be at MSG. It needs that space. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, like, yeah. Do it in. I mean, see, space. there you go. I mean, I'm sure Billy Joel saw uh, them try to land the seaplane in Cincinnati. And he was like, "This is what I go through uh, for MSG every month in my helicopter." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, the plot point is that they land a seaplane in Cincinnati. It is. You gotta see Escape to Margaritaville if you have the chance. Please. It's, it's bonkers. If, if, if anything, just to be able to keep up with this show at this point, because it's all we talk about. Yeah. But guys, Get we, into it. we've really got to go now. I feel like there's no uh, there's no better way to uh, uh, so to sick. end this than with uh, the following uh, presentation. Amanda, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Colby. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll be, we won't be back next week. No show next week. But in the meantime, enjoy this. Mm-hmm.